Here we go again. The course of chance. If you're a Christian and don't support gun reforms in this country, you don't get to call yourself pro-life. First of all, before we go anywhere, let's back up and remember to weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn. My name is David Rudy. I'm the pastor at Doxa Church. This is the Doxa Dialogue. And an 18-year-old young man shot and killed his grandmother and then went on a rampage at the nearest elementary school and killed 21 people, two teachers and the rest elementary school kids. This is a developing story. What a travesty. It's heartbreaking. And there are truly not enough words to describe the pain and the brokenness that leads to wickedness like this. I'm grieving today for the loss of life, for the innocent victims, their families, these people whose lives have just been shaken to the core. Lord, help those people like only you can. Take this devastating travesty and work in a way that we can't fathom. In your sovereignty, bring lost ones to a reality of the fragility of human life. We are asking you and only you to bring a peace that surpasses understanding and that you may shine your light bright in these dark days. Use the Christians in El Verde, Texas to graciously and tenderly speak truth and love into so many questioning and wounded hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So I've been thinking about this all day and I just have a word for two different people as we go to God and continually pray and seek his, seek his face in a trying time like this. So the two people I want to talk to is first of all the people who are directly affected and crushed in spirit right now. Secondly, I want to talk to the people who are angry and want to do something to help. So if you're close to a victim and you're grieving firsthand, I hope you can find some shoulders to cry on. Take this to God. Right now, all is not as it's supposed to be. God created this world and it was good. But when Adam and Eve fell, sin cursed this world. And there are so many things that are out of order. This present life is full of suffering. We want it to stop. But this does not mean that God doesn't care and that God doesn't love you. He does. And there are a lot of things that are out of order that he has promised to make new. Tragedies like these are a stark reminder that this world has fallen and there is evil. 
God is good and he sent Jesus to die for the sins of the world. Nothing is going to bring your lost loved one back to this present earth. But through Jesus, we do still have hope. We can find restoration and freedom from this world of woe. We have to remember that there is something wrong with the human heart and it grieves God to see you in pain and he sympathizes with us in our suffering. Please don't stop talking to God about this. Don't try to take matters into your own hands. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, and he is just. One day every wrong will be made right and the wicked will taste the wrath of God for their unrepentant sin. We are currently living in a fallen world, but one day God will restore all things. And if you know him, he will wipe away every tear from your eyes. There's a lot more I could say about this, but but I'm just going to leave you with that. That's all I can say about that right now is just go to God and trust his love for you, even when it doesn't feel like it. Now, for everyone who wants to do something about this, the first time I heard of this was last night, and it was Steve Kerr, the coach of the Golden State Warriors. Last night, he just said, I'm not going to talk about basketball. And he immediately went into gun reform. For years, we have heard the beating of this drum that the answer to this hate is gun reform. And I want this to be the emphasis of this podcast. I'm, I'm going to go somewhere with this. But I strongly encourage you to look beyond this simplistic view that creating more gun laws and taking guns out of the hands of people is going to stop things like this from happening. People have always had guns in this country. And the reason mass shootings like this didn't happen in the 80s or 70s or 60s or 50s was not because there were better gun laws or because people had less guns. This is not a gun problem. This is a human heart problem. This is a manifestation of a fallen culture that has drifted further and further away from God. My parents explained something to me when I was a kid, and I'm pretty sure I had this conversation with my mom when I lived in Atlanta, Georgia in the late 80s. She told me, there's people who want to make more and more laws uh, against guns because they think that will stop crime. But criminals are already breaking the law. Having a law against guns isn't going to stop bad people from getting guns. So guns aren't the problem. It's what bad guys do with the guns that is wicked. And if they take away the guns from the good people, they're going to be the ones left without guns. And all the bad guys will still find a way to illegally get a gun. I heard that when I was five years old. And it makes so much sense. And here we are 30 years later, still having the same conversation. We defend our president with guns. We defend sporting events with guns. We defend courts and celebrities with guns. But in schools, we defend our children with a sign that just says, this is a gun-free zone. And I know there's police officers in different schools as well with guns. 
But think about it. You have a massive school, hundreds and hundreds of kids, and a handful of police officers at best with a gun, maybe? So let's talk about making things safer for sure in the right time. Maybe give it a day and let's work on some more solutions because this is the evil world we live in. I don't know what it is. I mean, we this is another conversation to have, but protect schools like you protect a federal building. During the day, make sure there's a single point of entry that's armed. We can adjust. But the Texas shooter violated multiple gun laws. And laws will be broken by the wicked. So to immediately suggest that more gun laws are the solution and that more gun laws would have prevented this act of evil is unsubstantiated. And I also might add, as others have pointed out, the suggestion that people who don't support more gun laws are somehow culpable to these unspeakable evil actions is just nothing but nonsense. It's manipulative and that's reprehensible. We have to be adults about this and to think logically and get real solutions for the wicked world that we do live in. But let's go a step further than that. The only way you can conquer hate is through love. Let's get to the heart of the problem. People who try to fight hate with hate are doomed to create more hate. And no amount of legislation can show you how to love. There's a lot of people who think that monetarily driven structures or government can create reform to solve our problems. They look to the senators to pass a bill. They can't solve our problems. They never have and they never will. Change only happens through Jesus changing someone's heart. And the change that needs to happen in this country is for hearts to be won by the grace of God. That is our only hope. We are rapidly finding ourselves in a post-Christian country, a country that has desperately tried to remove God out of the equation and look where it is taking us. The common thread with all these shooters are young men. Disturbed, confused, young men who have no purpose or meaning to life. They don't know Jesus. And they are lost. Mass shootings have been trending up for the last decade. Meanwhile, gun laws have been trending up. And up until very recently, gun ownership had been trending down. That's no longer the case, but that's a different thing for another day. But the thing that is obviously more on the rise is depression and loneliness. Mental health is at an all-time low in this country. So why is that? Maybe let's ask that question. Everything from our overprocessed diets to technology to prescription pills and the constant negativity in the schools and in the news cycle all of those things are contributing factors that have suffocated the joy of life out of people. 
And those are just side effects to the deeper heart issue. The dark reality is we are failing young men in this culture. Many young men are wandering aimlessly. They're suffering through addictions and they're angry and they don't even have hope. They don't see a way out. They're filled with hate because they know something is broken and they don't have an answer to it. So the warning signs are ignored and every single time the root is a fallen heart that is distant from its creator. So the only way any of this really changes is revival in our nation. If you want to change, sure. Talk about legislative reforms. That's fine for a Band-Aid. If you have some specifics, don't just shout, we have to change, and then listen to the, the first thing that someone else with an agenda is peddling. Think through it. If it's feasible and it's practical, it's a real solution, there's a time to talk about that. The government truly is in place to protect us from evil, right? But gun reform can't be the only thing you talk about. That has been tried, and the problem is getting worse. That's because the problem isn't guns. The problem is a dark, fallen human heart. It's a country that has drifted far, far away from God. If you want to do something about this, get involved in your church. Start pouring into young men. And then some people point fingers and say, well, churches aren't doing anything. I would debate that. But let me just say, too many churches are filled with Christians who are worried about what other Christians are doing. Too many Christians are just living their life and doing their own thing. And they're not really even plugged in and investing in the church themselves. Or there's other problems in the church that the church is dealing with with its people. The more Christians walk with God and are filled with the grace of God and have compassion for the lost, they will, in their church, be a bright, shining light for the community. And we need more people to build up the church and pour into other people, pour into lost young men. You are the church. And you have to start investing in your community, supporting your local church. And the more you do that, the more your church will shine a light into the dark and the more the gospel of Jesus will go forth. And the more the gospel of Jesus goes forth, the more hearts that will be transformed. And Jesus changes everything. We can't change people's hearts, but Jesus can. There is hope in Jesus. If you want to find a way to do something, find a way to give people Jesus.